We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to an all-new episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast hosted by me, John Baker. And me, Jonathan Motney. Are you okay? I'm great. You're Because you're fiddling with stuff and we've already started the show. I'm just making sure everything is as good as it can possibly be. And that's something you usually do before you actually press the record button. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We had some budget cuts. Oh, we did? Yeah. We have a negative budget now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are paying people to do this? I mean, we already were, so... Oh, no. Today on Come On Down, the show is Password. Nice. I like it. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about Password today. And first, I think we've got a sponsor mm-hmm. that I'm told I'm going to, quote, really like. Yes. So I'm gonna pull that up and see everything about this. How true that is is encompasses you and your world. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start because yeah, it looks like you start first name here. In the spirit of shopping local, use some of your stimulus money to check out the new bar in downtown Dallas, Punky Brewskies. The, I just want to pause for a quick second. Sure. Yeah. Just to point out that this is a a global worldwide phenomenon this podcast oh wow. so okay um if shopping local to you doesn't mean going to downtown dallas then just imagine this is in your local downtown because it might be right um sorry this new venue located inside a denny's basement is the home for anything and everything punk They have live music all day, Tuesdays through Wednesdays, and Saturdays at 2.45 p.m. When the tunes are popping, so are the bottle caps. Drink specials are two-for-one drafts Thursdays at 4, and happy hour starts at 3 a.m. Fridays. But what about Sundays? They're closed Sundays and protest against Chick-fil-A because they're closed Sundays, too. So they're protesting by doing the very thing they're protesting against. Mm, Their upcoming music lineup is bomb. Wow, what a... Their upcoming music lineup is bomb, featuring some local bands, Chumbawamba Sucks, Peck Peck Hump Hump a Downey Jr. production, Fartsicles, Let It Snow Cocaine, Plants Are People Too, Reading a Cookbook Verbatim, Dogs Are People Too, Green Day and Ham, Paint Tastes Gross, and many more. More? Just a couple. The Cold Toilet Seats, The Midday Bidet. Trudeau. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Post-it note breakup. Stinky fish hole trio. One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four, I pulled my back door. Oh. <laughs> There's no door in there. I just uh, wanted to rhyme. <laughs> I just made an assumption. I took a big leap. Oh, that was wrong. Sorry, that band. I don't uh, yeah. misgender them or anything. One, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four, I pulled my back. <laughs> Because of the buckling of the shoe. Right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. 99 Cent Turtlenecks, Manchester Borchestra, and With or Without an H. Sounds like a blast. 
Whisper, come on down into the bartender's ear when you order your second drink for 10% off your tab. Punky Brewskies. We put the punk in Punky Brewskies. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with them. Because I say I would say that you were a little bit of a punk boy. God, I was so fucking just punk rock. Right. And um, I also have pulled my back a few times. And my back door, <laughs> coincidentally. <laughs> Pull my back door. <laughs> it happens. How man. do you pull a back door? Uh, I'll explain it to you off air. Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, so today's game show, as we mentioned, <laughs> what's so funny? I just think about pulling back doors. It's just so <laughs> funny to me. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not a laughing matter. It's a very serious <laughs> thing that perennium um, that me and my wife. It's a perennium situation. Take part in. Yeah, uh, yeah with my flesh-eating necrotitis or whatever. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Password. The game... Don't... What? You're not supposed to tell oh, everybody. Sorry. sorry. Today we're going to be talking about... Game. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your favorite dog? Game. What's your dog's first name? Game. <laughs> you only say one word at a time. Oh, okay. That's a, uh, Show. Yes, Password is the name of the game show that we're talking about today. It is a Goods and Todman production, mm. like uh, many other game shows that we've talked about from this era. era, era, era. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to yeah. do. Um, and it premiered on CBS Columbia Broadcast System, I think, um, in October of 1961. System? I think so. Google it. Challenge me. I'll fight you. Um, and it was hosted by... Wow, you're right. Thank you. Alan Ludden. So it was on CBS from 1961 to 67. Alan Ludden, of course, was mm -hmm. a game show host. Famous for hosting Password. Yep. But also... So he also... Uh, this, this was a game show. I think we talked about this last week. This is in the category that I like. Where we've got celebrity cooperation. Mm. We've got people working with celebrities to play games and right. try and win. Because when you think of the smartest people that you want on your team to help you solve puzzles, you think celebrity. I think, I think we've kind of talked about this before, but I think back in the day, I think those people kind of were uh, frequently smart and distinguished people. I mean, and I, I think... By watching just a couple of these episodes, it seemed that every single person was smarter in the '60s. Very much. There were they would get words where where I'd go, wow, I would have never gotten to that. Um, I mean, just people a, just were better a, at speaking and thinking. I think. <laughs> just in general. Just uh, yeah, it was. I don't think this was a particularly enjoyable show for me. Mm -hmm. But there is there was absolutely an aspect of wonderment right. at how some of these people got these words with a one word suggestion. Yeah. Hint. So I don't think like Logan Paul probably wouldn't be a good. Hey, check out celebrity. Logan Paul's fight tonight at seven p.m. He's fighting Ben right, Askren. But tonight we're gonna be. It's gonna be. This is gonna be three days after. So check hey, out the replay. You know we're not good at this because <laughs> on our last episode we said, "Hey guys, we'll see you at the cabin." And, then <laughs> and it the came cabin out. happened after, or the cabin <laughs> happened, and then the episode came out right. afterwards. Yeah, 
we are bad at keeping people in touch with what day it is. So check out that Logan Paul fight three days ago on pay-per-view, mm -hmm. I think. Check it out. Pay-per-view will probably will be, not be doing. all over YouTube. Yeah. So it was hosted by Alan Ludden in 1961. Uh, one of the celebrity Jake special Paul. guests. What about Jake Paul? Jake Paul was is the guy. Who's oh, fighting. he's the guy who yeah. fought Exploring three nights fight. ago. Yeah. No. And what a fight it was. Oh, it was so oh. good. Um, what was you your know, favorite part of the fight? Where I had to pay for it. That was my favorite <laughs> okay, part. Yeah. So Jake Paul, he's the brother of Logan Paul, either the younger or older brother. Logan's older, Jake is younger. Wow, you are embarrassing. I follow all of their YouTube content, <laughs> and it's just, you know, people say it's it's boys disrupting their environment for no reason at all, except for likes and, and content. Mm -hmm. And it's just boys being boys. Boys being boys. You know, and that's so an acceptable they, They're just term. doing some locker room talk. <laughs> doing locker room talk. That's what their show is all about or yeah. whatever it is. So, uh, Alan Ludden, he he met this celebrity on the show by the name uh, Betty White. Mm -hmm. and Who is alive, right? He, she is alive. And Alan Ludden, as the host, um, he was a little unprofessional, but he said, a daddy like. And, and he said it like that? He said it just like that. Wow. And... Then he and Betty White did some summer theater together in upstate New York, and then they got married. Do you know how old Betty White is? Betty White is 99 years old, Oh, I my gosh. Um, so, yeah, she's very old. But her and Alan Ludden, the host of Password, met on the show and got married. And, and lived happily together until he died in and pain. In later in their years, uh, he did change his tune a bit and it was now uh granddaddy like he was already kind of old i think at this point because uh, i think she was in her 40s already at that point she was already uh, twice divorced and he was a widower i don't think i even know what betty white in her 20s looks like hot to be honest with you pretty hot yeah right oh sorry that was the 99 picture oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no not as good in her 20s <laughs> No, she's uh, there's like a naked picture of Betty White on a playing card. There's no way. Yes. On a playing uh, card? Yeah. Like, you know, the uh, the backs of playing cards, how it's like a yeah. red or blue crosshatch pattern sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Some of them have Betty White's boobies. Instead. Oh, okay. See? Wow. Well, I guess it's, she's on the Ten of Hearts. Just she's right on the, the Ten of, of Hearts. Makes sense. And this is the Five of Diamonds. What's the five of diamonds? Oh, <laughs> we can't put that on the show. <laughs> All right. So uh, Alan Ludden was the host of the show. And the way that the game worked, there were two celebrities mm -hmm. and two contestants. And in the daytime CBS game show, they would compete against each other for two games per episode. Okay. The way the games worked was, as we kind of mentioned or alluded to, there is a password that um, either the contestant or the, their celebrity partner is trying to get them to guess, and they can only do that by giving a one-word clue. Okay. I have a word in my mind. You have a word in your mind right yes. now that you're trying to get me to guess. Is Correct. that what we're doing? Yes. Okay. Um, so I know what it is. You know what it is, and now you have to give me the a clue, clue, a one-word clue, yes. and I have to guess it. Right. Okay. 
I didn't have a word. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like the essential first part. Okay, just hold. Okay, I got. I got. I got. I got. I got. You got it. Got, okay. Got, okay. Utensil. Fork. Yes. Was it fork? Yes. God. All right. Um, Alan Ludden, call us up. We'd like to compete on your show. Wow. So there was a word and. Uh, they, the teams would alternate giving clues. So if this was the, a celebrity is giving the clue round, mm-hmm. uh, the first celebrity would give a clue to their contestant partner. Okay. And if they were able to guess it on that very first clue, they received 10 points. Like we just did. Right. We would have gotten 10 points right there. If I had said uh, spoon, we would have been incorrect and it would have then gone to the other celebrity contestant pairing Mm -hmm. and they would give a clue for that same word fork they would give a different clue or they could give the same exact clue bullshit they thought it was if they thought it was a good clue and their person's gonna get it they could just say utensil again for example i don't like uh but now it's only worth nine points if they get it right and back and forth eight seven six five four etc until somebody gets it or we run out of points and nobody gets any points yikes that's gonna be a hard word that would be a very difficult word if we got through 10 clues and nobody got it um so the goal of the game is to be the first team to get to 25 points (laughs) using uh that scoring system again i think my favorite aspect of these early versions of the game is that you know this was 1961 when this came out i guess they didn't know what the best way was to communicate uh with the audience something Mm. that they can't have the people on stage competing knowing so the announcer of the show would basically whisper into his microphone the password is fork Mm -hmm. and you would hear that at home right before they gave the the first clue right and why was he whispering it so that they didn't hear it because he was like not too far from them okay so he was like on this like side stage right and he had to actually whisper yes i mean we didn't have the you know the kind of like tape and airing technology i think back then that you have you have a we don't have like post-processing and editing very much it was kind of just you have a beautiful man or woman Hold up a sign as if it's some sort of a boxing match Ooh, and walk across one, the screen. Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's the tie. The tie is all. It all comes back together here on Come On Down. We don't leave one thread unspooled. Un- yeah, sure. No way. That means we that, yeah, completely unspool the entire yeah. thing. Um, unsewn? Threaded. Threaded, yeah. Sure. So it was first to 25 points, and then. The winner would go into the lightning round. Why is everything... Do we know the first show that started lightning round? So this. Was the first show. This was the first popular show, game show, with a bonus round. But it was called lightning round? They called it the lightning round, yes. Why? Lightning is dangerous. Lightning is fast. You gotta be fast. So the way that this lightning round worked... Um, was you had 60 seconds and there were five words that uh, either the celebrity could be the giver or the contestant could be the giver. Mm -hmm. And in those 60 seconds, you had to get five words again, giving the one word clues. Um, 
if they person guesses incorrectly, you could then give a second one word clue for the same password. So also like lightning, you can you can't strike the same place twice. Exactly. That's why they call it that. Wow. Yeah. So and and you can pass at any point, but each one you get correct is worth fifty points. If you pass, you cannot come back to it. Mm. Uh, so if you pass, you sacrifice that fifty dollars potentially. You're basically um, burning money as if lightning had struck exactly. it. Exactly. In the daytime version, you want a hundred dollars for winning the regular game and up to two hundred fifty dollars from the bonus round. Snore. <clears throat> but it was two contestants competing twice on the same show. So if you won both and won both lightning rounds, that's seven hundred bucks. Okay. In 1961 money, that's not bad. Now I'm awake. Now right, we're talking. Up, now we're talking up, PlayStation and on, Five. And on the evening version, it was two hundred fifty dollars rather than a hundred dollars for okay. for the regular game winning. I mean, I guess I have so <clears> much <throat> money, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Those, those you, amounts don't really. It doesn't even. You don't work in any number that doesn't have at least. I basically wipe my butt with, with $10 bills, and then I have to rewipe because it is not a good... It doesn't absorb it that does much. It does not absorb no. at all, no. It's all over your fingers. Yeah, it's not good. So that is pretty much the way that the password game show generally worked. In, uh, in 1966, we've talked about this before when we did the Newlywed show, I believe. In 1966... Uh, the Secretary of Defense of the United States. Alan Ludden. No, I wish. <laughs> I feel like we would be in a much safer world right now. <laughs> um, Robert McNamara. Mm. Bobby Mack, as I call him. Um, <clears throat> he decided he was going to hop on and tell people what was going on in Vietnam. You know, that place we were sending all of our kids to die for no reason. Well, I mean, uh, you know, the Vietnam people were... I think they were talking shit, and that's what started <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, and we said, talk shit, get... A war. <laughs> That's exactly what yeah. we said to them. But we said it like this. Talk shit, get war. The password is. So Robert McNamara went on the telly in 1966 mm -hmm. uh, in the middle of the day when password was going to be airing. And he started giving us some updates on what was going on in the Vietnam War. Uh, the Vietnam War was already very unpopular. People didn't like it. And so they said... I don't want to listen to this dude. I'm going to change the channel. Oh, no. And that very day on ABC was the premiere episode of... Modern the Family. Newly, yes. Yes, Modern <laughs> Family. Of the Newlywed Show. Wow. And a lot of people flipped over to that. On NBC, They had it was not the premiere episode, but it was the beginning of a new show that they were trying to get on TV. Uh... I think it was Days of Our Lives or something. And so a lot of people discovered these other shows that were on because CBS was airing the Secretary of Defense. And they lost a lot of their viewers permanently because they liked those other shows and stuck with them after they found them. And it's crazy because nobody would have really found those shows because there were hundreds of channels at that time? No, just those three. So there were just three channels. Yeah. And then once people switched to the channel, they just threw the remotes away and it just stayed on that channel? Oh, well, first of all, there were no remotes. So it was a clap on, clap off? It was a dial. Oh, okay. A dial on the box. What did you have to dial on your phone? <laughs> okay. I gotta go. <laughs>
So, yeah, they, they lost a lot of their viewership. The head of daytime programming at CBS that was new and didn't really like game shows in the first place. Mm. So once the ratings started to decline a little bit, he said, peace, we're out. Mm-hmm. And, and he went to go fight in Vietnam. And yeah, he jo- he uh, joined the army. At wow. That, at that point in time. Strong. Um, so it was a whole, he was uh, in, in the Swift Boat crew with uh, John Kerry. So <laughs> it's called 2004 election controversy callback. Because <laughs> I know what people listen to this podcast for. It's for the election updates from decades past. <laughs> exactly. So... The show was canceled in 1967 on CBS. Um, Goodson and Todman had another show uh, that premiered in 1967 on NBC. Yes. Is that how that Not goes? Columbia Broadcasting System. No, the National Broadcasting Corporation. Hmm. NBC. And this show was called Snap Judgment. And it ran on... NBC from 1967 to 69. Um, originally, the way the game show worked was it was similar in that there were uh, a celebrity and a regular contestant. Okay. And the celebrity and the contest or the contestant uh, beforehand uh, backstage was given words that uh, they had to play word association with. Okay. And basically write down a word association for those words okay and then so this game show was hosted by ed mcmahon who uh most people know as johnny carson's sidekick on the tonight show for decades um ed mcmahon would then read out their word associations Mm -hmm. and the celebrity had to guess what the word was based on those word associations so password uh a little bit different the host is reading the the clues that were already. Oh, and, the host is and, reading, and, it. and you got three guesses. Uh, this only, doesn't sound anything. You, like you only got three guess, guesses per. So, the winner of that show would go on to the bonus round, which was called the Big Five. Mm-hmm. And in the Big Five, they uh, the contestant goes into a soundproof booth off stage. This is too involved. I'm out. The celebrity. I've checked out. Okay, hold on is given a word, mm-hmm. and they have to come up with five word associations okay. for that word. Yep. Um, then the contestant is brought back out, and they have 20 seconds to name all five word associations that the celebrity already came up with. Okay. Unlimited guesses in that 20 seconds. Uh, and it's $20, I think it was, per... or Sorry, $50 per word that they were able to match and the celebrity before the contestant was brought back out was able to choose one of them that they were most confident that the person would get oh my god and that one was worth a hundred dollars so that was how this game worked it it had some middling success and then after about a year and a half they said let's just make this a little better let's change up the format a little bit yes please so so they came up with a new format there's a giant wheel and they kept the celebrity and the contestant partnerships okay and what they did now was rather than doing anything backstage they had to do it live on stage one word at a time alternating 
starting at 10 points, going down to nine points to the other team and back to eight points back to that team if they mm, missed it. This is suspect. And then the winner of that game show would go into the bonus round, which was a, a lightning round format where mm-hmm. they had to get through five words right. by giving them one clue at a time. So the format was password exactly sure. in every single way. Yeah. Uh, but it was still called Snap Judgment on NBC. But it was the only thing that was different is that it was, I don't know, I guess the way they got the word was slightly different. It wasn't just randomly generated. It was a word association. Right. But so, everything else was the yeah, same. Yeah, so, so now it just became uh, the exact game of password, but it was called Snap Judgment. Okay. And it was hosted by Ed McMahon instead of Alan Ludden. And that's the talking horse. Yes, exactly. Okay. Mr. Ed McMahon. So they had a, a giant horse on stage. It was revolutionary for the time. Did the horse whisper like the password okay. guy? God damn it. That's why <laughs> That's why he did it. That's the, where that whole thing started. That, the original concept of horse whisperer. You didn't see it coming, dude. <sighs> Somehow I didn't. Yeah. Um, so that was canceled in 1969. But that gave ABC the chance in 1971 yes. to bring back passwords. So ABC first steals viewers, then steals the show from NBC. S. CBS. CBN. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so ABC brought back password from 1971 to 75. Alan Ludden once again came back. Thank God. And hosted the show. Uh, it went off the air again in 75. I, I don't know if any special controversy surrounding this one. It just ended, got canceled. Wasn't some, things, great. some things just, they end, you know? Yeah, that's the way life kind of goes. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, you're there one minute and then, you know, and then it... It's like a, it's like a great relationship. At some point, it's always going to end. Uh, yeah, either through death or yeah, cheating or... Or just mm. maybe sometimes you just fall out of love. Yeah. That does happen a lot. Tell us about a time that you've fallen out of love. I love everything the same and equal amount. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm going to call your wife and tell her that you said that. I love that. lamp. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> 1975, it went off air until 1979. Great year. When NBC, you know, having loved Snap Judgment so much, yeah, they decided that they were going to bring Password back. They were going to call it Password Seventy Nine. Like, remember how Match Game was when it came back in seventy three? It was called Match Game Seventy Three, etc. They were going to call it Password Seventy Nine, and they changed the game up a little bit this time. Yeah, right. They changed it up. Prove it. They they were filming their first couple episodes, and Carol Burnett mm-hmm. of the Carol Burnett show, for example, was one of the celebrity guests on one of the very early shows before it started airing. Okay. And she said, man, with all this other stuff, it's like Password Plus. And instead of calling it Password 79, they said, hey, we like that. Yeah. We're going to call it Password Plus. Man, Carol Burnett is just like treading through the the malarkey. What's your favorite thing that Carol Burnett ever did? What was the story you just had? <laughs> the the password plus thing. Dude, when she coined password plus, uh pretty much 
rocked my world. That was your favorite character? I think I watched the Carol Burnett show with Jonda. Really? I believe so. As like a sort of feminist statement thing about how women can be funny too? Um, that's exactly why we started watching it. Um, yeah. And I had to force laughter because it was... <laughs> women are oh, funny. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, this show's great. This was a uh, like sketch show. Yeah. Yeah, this was this yeah. was good. She did bits and characters. Yeah, and I like this. This was revolutionary too, right? Nobody, no female had gotten like their own. Right, it was pretty big. Sketch show, comedy yeah. show. Yeah, because there was like the Mary Tyler Moore show, but that was more of a uh, sitcom-y. Single woman living in the world. In a, in a, in a world. In a world. God, and it, and it, what a world it was. It was. God, it was, it was unbelievable. Dick Van Dyke was there. Or no, she was on the Dick Van Dyke show before she had the Mary Tyler Moore show. Is that what happened? I don't know. My wife's going to know and she's going to criticize me for being incorrect. Your wife sends aggressive text messages to me when I get something incorrect on this show. How do you think it is living with her and not less aggressive and not being able to leave her side for over a year now? Hey, you know, cars exist, right? I just go for drives a lot. (laughs) Go for a lot. Dude, you've had your car for two years. How do you have 800,000 miles on it? (laughs) First of all, how do you have 800,000 miles on a car? I think it's possible. 800,000. I bet you there's cars that have over a million miles on them. There's no way. Why not? What's the, what's the highest mile? What's the mileage on your car right now? 132,000. That's less than I thought. What year is your car? 2007. Okay. What's the most? You used to have a, uh, a Geo Metro. Yeah. There. What was the mileage on that? Like, I don't remember at all okay you used to have a volkswagen jetta sure what was the mileage on that like uh it's probably like forty thousand. Oh, that was it yeah like when you got rid well, of because we got it it was new yeah okay you used to have a uh what car did you have before this one uh the volkswagen i think was that was your last car before this I one i think so yeah how'd you get this car my grandfather died <laughs> i just wanted to hear you say that <laughs> fucking funny <laughs> Um, he didn't drive much, so that's that kept those miles because low, I of guess. the dementia and the Alzheimer's. Yes, he forgot, probably forgot what a car was. He probably stepped into the car and was like, "This spaceship doesn't look right." <laughs> this is our funniest episode yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever had a car get over like two hundred thousand miles. Your truck? Did your little puny little baby truck have it? No, no, that was a, it was a 98 Ford Ranger and uh, that probably only got to like 150 or so. Do you remember when you turned it in and you were like, they're going to give me $800 for it. And I took it immediately. uh, No, because they gave me $2,000 for it and they were idiots. (laughs) It was not worth $2,000. So uh, yeah, I took it immediately. Um, so why were we talking about? Oh, Carol Burnett, uh-huh. Mary Tyler Moore. Dick Van Dyke oh, was in there. With me running away from my wife, who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's now listening to this. And yeah, is real sick of me. Yeah. So 1979, Password Plus debuts. Quite a bit of changes to the show. Mm. So first of all, no more whispering. The passwords. Thank God, because it didn't make sense. They just make play a little ding noise and display it up on the screen. Sure. So, also no more ten nine eight seven six alternating thing. It was each 
team had three guesses at it, basically. Mm-hmm. And there were no points awarded. You just got the word right or wrong. And when the correct answer was given, it was put up on the big board, which was called the password puzzle, I believe. The PP? The PP. They put it on the PP. <laughs> um, so on the password puzzle, they put that up, and there, there are going to be five clues, which are all the passwords from the rounds being played Whoa. on the password puzzle. So if the first one is fork, fork is the first clue okay. for uh, this. And, and if you are the person who guessed fork correctly, you now have the opportunity to guess what the answer to the password puzzle is. With, wow. with one clue, you're probably not going to get it right. So we You're go. An idiot. Wow. Okay. So we go to the next uh, round mm-hmm. of password, where again we're alternating guesses until somebody gets it right, and that goes up on the password puzzle. And now you have fork and this other word, which is ladle. Okay. And you've now got to you can guess if you're the one who got ladle right what the password puzzle is. Um, if, are you, oh, you're, utensils. You're, you're guessing uh, wrong. So, <laughs> so dinner. You get one guess. Um, so if if nobody has gotten it after three guesses, uh, if no if nobody gets the password after alternating three guesses per team, sure. Um, they just tell you what the answer is and put it up on the password puzzle. <laughs> but nobody gets to guess because nobody got that one correct. That sucks. That does suck. Get get your answers right. Wow. Um, after, you know, generally three or four, it's much easier to guess what the answer to the password puzzle is. Sure. And if you do that... Diner. You, how, oh, my God. How did you know? <laughs> is that it? Ladle That's and it. fork? Yeah. Um, and if you do that, uh, you win $100. Snooze. And then we have a new password puzzle that gets put up. And we're playing the game in the same way again. Repetitive. Well, I mean, that's kind of every game show, generally. I mean, I guess. It's, it's played the same way every time. Otherwise, it would be you'd just be explaining new rules <laughs> for half of every single episode. <laughs> oh, man. All right, here's how the game works now. So it was first to $300. And so after, after the second round of the password puzzle it was worth two hundred dollars mm-hmm. so if they'd split the first two rounds the the winner of the third round would win um and uh three hundred dollars you win what three hundred dollars oh, okay and now you go on to alphabetics was the name of the bonus round and that was a program that was sold in the 90s for people that had trouble reading mm-hmm and um, and it would say, I want to be hooked on alphabetics. No, that's hooked on phonics that you're thinking of. Are you sure? Yes. Hooked on phonics was, um, it was for teaching reading, right? That's what I just said. Reading? People who had trouble. Would you trouble, say it's for teaching reading? People who had trouble reading. Like our friend Fran who blames it all on dyslexia, but he's really just dumb. He has dyslexia, and it's because his brain is too lazy to make the. <laughs> <laughs> to put things in the right order. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Sorry to all our dyslexic listeners, but not I, really. I think it's I think it's a national 
conspiracy. Big dyslexia is sorry. not real. Dyslexic to listeners, sorry. First of oh. all, it's not... I don't think that's how it works. What? It's not like you have Yoda in your brain and you can't put the words in the right way. It's usually just the letters in the word. Oh. So like when people... when people, So like you and I read dog, people who have dyslexia read... God? Smog. Oh. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> it's very strange. Do you think that's where like the Bible came from? There was just a dyslexic guy... That was reading a story about a dog that somebody wrote. Oh my god, dog. <laughs> oh my dog. Baby. <laughs> and the dog's name was like uh Sesage. Sedges. God. Jesus. Sesage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I'm I'm still like, can you pass the sesage, please? Sesage. <laughs> so Alphabetics was the I want to write I want to write that story called <laughs> Sesage and Dog. Sesage the Dog. Um, <laughs> the son of dog. Sesage son of dog. Um So Alphabetics Sorry to all of our Christian listeners. <laughs> I'm not. Um Alphabetics was the bonus round that you went to. And it was 60 seconds long, which mm-hmm. is the perfect amount of time for a bonus round. That is the exact amount of time that Nicolas Cage needs to be gone. <laughs> He's, he is gone after that. <laughs> and if you wait one more second, it's it. Sorry. Better be praying to your dog because uh, yeah. he ain't coming back. So in alphabetics, it was there were 10 word passwords that needed to be guessed uh, one Word clues at a time, like we're used to on this show. Sure. The catch here is that those 10 passwords each start with a consecutive letter of the alphabet. So if today's alphabetics starts at B, Mm -hmm. for example, the first word starts with a B. The second word starts with a C. D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. Right. The man who can do mental math so well had to just count... On his fingers. That's how I do mental math, usually. Fingers. Finger, <laughs> Wait, you think finger. of fingers in your head? Think, uh, yeah. <laughs> you must have so many hands in your head, dude. <laughs> there, are, there are hands all over there. Oh, my gosh. So it goes, uh, you know, B, then C, D, like I said. Um, so you know at least what letter this is starting with, which makes it a little bit easier. Huge help. So that's a help. That's a help. And, yeah, if you get... All of them, you win a prize. That would be five thousand dollars. Okay. Uh, or so a, now a hundred dollars per word if you get fewer than the ten. Oh, okay. Uh, five thousand dollars if you get all ten. However, however, okay. For each illegal clue given, excuse me. You got a 20% hit to your prize total. What is an illegal clue? So an illegal clue would be like a two-word clue, a hyphenated. High five? Hyphenated. Is high five a hyphenated? That's a good question. I think it is. I don't think it is. Um, Because I think it's a description of a five. Damn it. or rhyming, like you can't rhyme, like if the word is you can't rhyme. Well, if the road is, if the word is, if the word is fork, what? you can't just be like spork. Right, you can't do that. 
Oh, that's fucked up. Uh, and you can't... At certain times in the history of the game, you couldn't do opposites. Okay. Like, if it was... So if I say green, you would say... Uh, what's the opposite of what? <laughs> <laughs> Your brain was Color. working so <laughs> I hard to I figure was, out what the opposite of green is. It was tough. Uh, so yeah, if it was like fat, you couldn't say skinny. But that only... You the, can't say that. At all nowadays. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant health, uh, healthy at any size. <laughs> the opposite of healthy at any size. Um, there Excuse is no opposite. So let's move on to the next clue. So, yeah, for for a certain period of time, you couldn't do opposites. I think for the majority of the game, that was allowed, um, and you couldn't like make up words or do gestures or things like that. So you would lose 20%. Make up words. What a shitty clue to give. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if it I was know. like, if the word were, if the word was smorgasbord, and you're just like, slurberty burp. Smorgasbord. That's what I, I mean. That's the obvious guess to slurberty burp. You don't want, you don't want the show being too easy. Your you know? fucking celebrity just keeps making up words <laughs> for you. <laughs> Dude. That's That was, um my wife before i came over here she asked what show we were doing right and i said password mm -hmm. and she said oh are you going to talk about Kristen wig and i said what should we just have her on the podcast she seems to know more about these shows well so it it wasn't uh there was an snl sketch okay that was called the secret word in which Kristen Wiig played an old-time Hollywood actress, and she would it would be like uh, trash can, and they'd be like, and it, so it was different. It wasn't a uh, one-word only mm -hmm. clue game. It was kind of more of a taboo type of game. Yeah, and they would say, "All right, so remember, you can say anything other than the word <laughs> there," and she'd be like, uh, "Trash can," <laughs> and she was very bad at the game, and she would always give. Yeah the thing uh i don't know it wasn't that funny of a sketch i didn't think erica loved it well you're gonna get some heated text messages <laughs> can't wait from downstairs from <laughs> <laughs> um and so the five thousand dollars also escalated if nobody won it so to where five thousand dollars more it just went upstairs <laughs> to just chill and just smoke a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> the cigarette smoking room. Yeah. So it went up by $5,000 each time nobody won. And the thing about that mm -hmm. was, I mean, it's not that hard. It doesn't get that high, I don't think. Yeah. But but I guess the, the good thing is, uh, for, you know, from a viewer perspective, they're not cheaping out because they're still giving out an average of $5,000 every episode, even if nobody wins the... Uh, the bonus round. That's that pretty week. awesome. The alphabetics, if you will. See, you can do something with $5,000. Like what? What would you do? If you if I gave you $5,000 right now, what would yeah. you do with it? But you had to spend it. Right now? Yes. You had to spend it by the end of the, the week. Easy. I would bet on Jake Paul on the fight tonight. The fight was three days ago. We already know that... I'll edit this. Jake Paul won. <laughs> Jake Paul lost. <laughs> Um, I would buy a baller 
couch for my new home. Oh, you bought a house? I bought a house. We finally got it. Terrible investment. What's that? Terrible investment. Houses are out. We're all going to the moon. And what do we live on in the moon? Moon base. And what's the difference between a moon base and a house? One's on the moon, you fucking idiot. Okay, so it's the house, but that's on the moon. Moon base. Okay. Did you see there's some moon news? There's moon news? There's moon news. What's the moon news? Um, For the next uh, lunar lander, NASA has given a contract to SpaceX. Sure, because they're doing the job better than NASA. Whoa. Well, there there was um, Blue Origin and... One of these other private space companies were also competing. And Blue Origin was apparently the favorite, but SpaceX has landed multiple times. Yeah, they've been landing. Well, they've landed on Earth, but nobody's landed on the moon. Yeah, but it can't be that hard because it's 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 like less less gravity. So so here's the thing. There's less gravity, but also there's less atmosphere. So you don't get slowed down by entering the atmosphere from the friction that you do entering the Earth's atmosphere. Okay. So it kind of gets canceled out the... The lack of slowdown from friction versus the uh, lighter gravity, one-sixth gravity of the moon. So you would weigh one-sixth of what you weigh now? Yeah. So I, so we really haven't gained weight. It's just... We, we would be very healthy on the moon so- at any weight, <laughs> to be clear. Because there's no weight that you're unhealthy at, just to be clear. Yeah. Moon or that's Earth. Not, that's a myth. It is. Propagated by things like doctors and scientists. Right. Clearly. So... <clears throat> Yeah, so we're going to the uh, w- Trump, our president mm-hmm. said that we are going back, putting people boots on the moon, boots on the moon by 2024, and that's that is the newest video in the Puss in Boots franchise. <laughs> boots on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like Space Buddies. Yeah, and it's real quick because the cat just dies real quick. <laughs> He did not have a proper space suit. They did. They were like, they, do not have they used cats. all the technology to get the rocket there and didn't think that about the suit that the cat needed to Well, that be was in. what they did. Uh, the Russia. The Russia? The, the Russia. <laughs> what did the Russia do? Remember like how it was, oh, that famous dog they put in space to die. Oh, no. That dog died. They just sent a dog up there and they're like, oh, yeah, hey, look, he's alive. There's no way to get him back here. So he's just going to die now. You think he's like, he's like folklore in the dog world? Yeah, I think the, the dogs, they, they go around. But they don't know him. that he died. They're hey, just remember, like, remember that dog? He's, he's up there somewhere still circling the earth. I bet, the he's, stars. I bet he's having a great time on his owner's moon base dog base in the back <laughs> yeah. there. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to the moon in 2024. Biden hasn't said no. So maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. So you have to hear a no for it to be final. That's what you need. You need to hear a no. Body language doesn't play a part. (laughs) If if they're like, hey, Biden, what about that moon thing? And he's just gets real shifty eyed about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. (laughs) Wait, did Trump say that? I don't want to touch it then. (laughs) Yeah, never mind. Um, So that was alphabetics, the bonus game. Um, our boy, <clears throat> Alan Ludden, mm-hmm. came back to host. He's, he's hosted every rendition of Password and Password Plus to this point. Good. Um, and then in 1980, he got a knock on the door from, from a little buddy called Stomach Cancer. 
Oh, no. And so he got real sick. And Hey, he, let's rank cancers. Okay. Uh, in ter- how were we ranking? Worst them? three. Worst three cancers? Yeah. Um, Rectal. I would say uh, pancreatic. I think that's one of the most deadliest forms of cancer. Because the pancreas is so pivotal? Well, I think it's uh, it's hard to detect early, and it metastasizes quickly to the other organs. Yeah. So you made this not one. fun. Let's move on. Oh. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. What about Make-A-Wish? Remember the Make-A-Wish Foundation? <laughs> Wait, it's not a thing anymore? No, I think it is. Okay, good. But like, what is a wish now? Go see a Logan Paul fight? Yeah. And it's Jake Paul. Okay. It's Jake Paul who's fighting three okay, days ago. Okay, but here's the thing. That like, like, I think it's a great organization. Jake Paul? Uh, no, yeah. the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Okay. And like, if a kid, you know, has cancer and... His one wish is to go and see a Jake Paul fight. Mm-hmm. Then I hope that kid dies of cancer. <laughs> it's a kid. You didn't like stupid things when you were a kid. You didn't like going to shit. And I deserved cancer is what I'm saying. As a child? <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, my gosh. So. Um, there's got to be. There's got to be a make a wish. But for an old, the older generation. Because once like, you're past 13, they're like, you know there's an 8-year-old dying of cancer. We're going to go ahead and do his wish first. Like if, if I get cancer right now? Should you're I, not getting a wish. Should I get a wish? You realize you're not getting a wish. But should I? Yes. Thank you. That means a lot to me. What, so we should do it but for like elderly people. Let's say someone who's in their 60s gets cancer. Make a... But isn't it their fault if they haven't done that wish at that point? Like, like a little kid, they haven't had the chance. Like they don't have any resources. Right. They don't have the resources. They're not old enough. They, they haven't been able to yeah. uh, become, um, you know, a contributing member to our capitalist society yet. <laughs> so I don't blame them for not having been on the set of a movie with The Rock. But, like, if you're 60 and you haven't been on a set of the movie with The Rock, what the fuck are you doing? Like, a six-year-old's like, I want to go to New York. And you're like, yeah, so many years to do that. Exactly. So many years. You had your chances. You could have been to Hawaii by now. And do what? Do something special? No, I just want to go to New York. Right. It's like, you could go now. That's what I'm saying. You have three months, ma'am. Thank you. I'm glad you were on the same page here. But, uh, so he got sick. Uh, Bill Cullen, who we talked about as recently as last week, Mm -hmm. because he... uh, he was the host of Chain Reaction at the time, actually. Ch-ch-ch-ch-chain. Uh, and a billion other game shows. He filled in while while our boy Alan was sick. Mm-hmm. And then he died. Who? Uh, which one of these Alan Ludden, died? Just okay. to be clear. Alan Ludden died of the stomach cancer, unfortunately. And he was replaced officially by Tom Kennedy. Uh, so Tom Kennedy then got to marry Betty White... Um, you get to have uh, Alan Ludden's house and everything. What? <laughs> and you just and got host, everything and host Password Plus. Jeez. Uh, but most importantly, host Password Plus. Sure. So uh, Tom Kennedy hosted the show. It remained basically the same um, until the show later became Super Password. <laughs> 
And Super Password Plus? No, just Super Password Super now. Super Password, okay. And it was basically the same thing as Password Plus. I think it for, it was Super Password from like 84 to 89. And the only notable difference, I guess, was that after the second round, mm-hmm. uh, they added something called the cash word, which was a very difficult one word that... Um, the whoever won the second round would be able to play, and they had three clues, three one-word clues, obviously, mm-hmm. to guess this difficult word. And if they did, they won a thousand-dollar bonus that didn't affect like you don't win the game because you're over three hundred dollars now, but you just it, whether you win or lose the game, you get a thousand dollars for getting the cash word. Sweet, uh, just a little side pot sort of thing, right? And that also escalated. If nobody got it, the next game it would be two thousand, et cetera, et cetera. Wow! So <clears throat> just a nice little, nice little side hustle you could have while playing Super Password. Look, we all got to look. Millennials got to do side hustles because there's no economy left you for know us. It. Everybody's taking it all. And and that was the only discernible difference between Password Plus and Super Password, aside from the fact that for a little while they decided to change the name of Alphabetics to Super Password. And then they realized that the game was already called Super Password. Right. And then there was a part called Super Password, so that was confusing. Mm-hmm. So they just changed it back to Alphabetics. I mean, you clearly changed the Super Password portion to Super Duper Password. Super Duper Password, obviously. Uh, and and that was the game show. There was, in 1988... Let's take you back. What were you doing? Do you remember what you were doing in January of 1988? I mean, yeah, it was probably... Probably I was probably pooping in the in the toilet for the first time. Congratulations! Thanks. Uh, how's that been going for you since then? You still doing good? Some are good, some are bad. Sometimes I miss, but most of the time I'm still hitting that mark. Respect. respect. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so there was a contestant on the show named Patrick Quinn. Uh, nobody had Medicine Woman. Yes, Patrick Quinn, Medicine <laughs> Woman. I think this is probably right about the time that show came out. Probably a few years before that yeah. show came out. Uh, maybe it was based on him. <laughs> <laughs> And they just did a gender swap thing. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he, he, he didn't have his doctoral certificate quite right. yet at this point. So Patrick Quinn uh, played on the show. Nobody had won the alphabetics for the previous 10 episodes. Uh, so, so it was at 10 Gs? Uh, well, no. It, that you're, talk, you're thinking of the cash word. I'm talking alphabetics. The final five thousand dollar bonus oh, round. Oh my goodness! So it was at fifty five G's. Whoa! Patrick Quinn uh, won at. Oh, and one thing I forgot to mention. Sure. In Password Plus and Super Password, they added in the returning champion aspect of game shows that I also like. Is that it wasn't you play against another person for two games in one show and yeah. then you're gone. It was you play, you win, you play somebody else. <laughs> So over four days, Patrick Quinn won a total of $58,600. And this show aired, and there was a bank manager in up in Alaska. I don't even know if it was a state yet. I don't even know if it existed yet. <laughs> up in Alaska. So you think if something wasn't technically declared a state, it did not exist at that time. What is it then? Explain that to me. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Exactly. Moonbase. <laughs> so uh, it was obviously had been a state since the 50s. But Alaska 
had a bank manager in it. Just one, probably. Yeah, because, probably. <laughs> come on, it's Alaska. Uh, who was watching the show, and he said, Hey, I know that guy. He tried to commit credit card fraud at my bank. Oh, no. And so, Mr. Bank Manager called the United States a secret a service. What a weird a way who, to who has go. The, who has the... What's the phone number for the secret service is my it's question. It's 1-800-HUSH-HUSH. <laughs> so... He called the Secret Service. He had a warrant out for his uh, arrest in Alaska for trying to commit bank fraud um, and in Indiana for trying to commit life insurance fraud. Mm -hmm. And his name was actually Carrie Ketchum. His name was Carrie Ketchum. His name was Carrie Ketchum. And then when they... Gotta catch him. Exactly. When they aired the show, they said, Carrie Ketchum? Yes, we can. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta... Catch them all. And yeah. by all, we mean um, Gary Ketchum. And so, Kerry, uh, going as Patrick at this point in time, uh, he the, the way the show worked, generally you won, and then they would mail you a check for your winnings. Hell yeah. And so, he called Goodson Todman a couple days after his show aired. I don't know if he started sweating a little bit, and he wanted to get out of Dodge. And he said... Hey, instead of mailing the check, can I just swing by the office and you can give it to me? Yeah. And they said, yeah, sure. Come on in. Because, mm. you know, the government had already talked to them and said. There's no way this idiot's going to show up. But if he does. Hey, yeah, this guy. And so he showed up and, you know, all these guys that are supposed to take bullets for the president or whatever. Ended um, up just spanking him in the lobby. They, yeah, they they went over Wouldn't there. would be and they great? Said, You're under arrest, Carrie. We catched you. If society was, if the if society's rules were similar to when you were a child, corporal punishment. And if you got in trouble, you just got a really hard spanking and and you went on your way. No jail. Jail doesn't exist. We don't have to deal with putting a whole bunch of people in jail and costing the taxpayers any money. You just go into the town square. Mm-hmm. You. You know, bend over and you get a hard spanking from somebody who's two times your size. What if you murdered somebody? I mean, a hard spanking okay. from someone. Two okay, times I just your, wanted. I just wanted. It's to be the clear. same thing. Got it. But do you remember how helpless and vulnerable you felt when you got spanked? God, I, I would never murder anybody again. I if, wouldn't either. If I knew I was going to get spanked for it. No. So, but then if like that, someone's like likes getting spanked. That's when that's the issue. There, there, there is an issue. Yeah. Ooh, what if you don't spank them? What if you put them in a situation where you would normally expect a spanking, right? And you don't do and it. And the spank and never oh, comes. What kind of? Oh, is that cruel and unusual punishment though? That sounds like torture. No, that's good. They probably like torture. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, so this show went off air in '89. R.I.P. Rip. Uh, until CBS in 2008 brought back the million dollar password. Okay, finally, it's being brought to there the common you go. Era. Era, era. So this one was just a completely different show. Sure. There was a million dollars involved. <clears throat> right, and the rules were all different. Oh. So basically, the, they had the two contestants, each with a celebrity partner, but it basically the main gameplay portion of this was like the lightning rounds of the previous versions. So real quick. Yeah. Well, so it was 30 seconds partner and or teammate and celebrity mm-hmm. and they would try to get through uh, as many words as they could in 30 seconds. Okay. And they did this four times alternating. So 
twice with each, and you would swap celebrities after the second time. Okay. So uh, each contestant had gone through four rounds. Whoever has gotten the most words correct after four rounds is the winner. And then they go to this big prize ladder, basically, where they play uh, for up to $1 million. Okay. And so the, for the first round is $10,000, and you've got to get five words correct in 90 seconds. Easy. Uh, but there are only 10 possible words. So if you pass one, uh, you're, you're eliminating your potential chances to get five words. Yeah. Um, so you've got to get five words in 90 seconds, you win $10,000. Then you can choose, do I want to take the $10,000 and leave? Or do I want to go to the $25,000 round? And now there's only nine words and I've got to get five right in 90 seconds. Once you get $25,000, that was like a, uh, a lock-in guaranteed. You're guaranteed to win $25,000 now. Okay. So you've got to go for the 50000 next. Where you don't have to. You could easily get up and leave. You could, but why would you? Because you're even if you miss because it, you have it locked in. You're locked in, right? So if you right. miss it, you're locked in, right? But if you go for it and you lose, now you're a loser. You look stupid. Yes, <laughs> you look real dumb. Uh, so fifty thousand, there's only eight words. Hundred thousand, there's only seven words. Two hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. there's only six words. Okay. But two fifty k is another lock in. Right, you get up and you so leave. So now and no, you get and again, up and you no, leave. wrong, incorrect. Again, now you're going for the million, and there are only exactly five words, and you must get all five of them correct to win the million dollar password. Which never happened. Never, no, absolutely yeah, not. That sounds so hard. Uh, well, first of all, there were only twelve episodes ever. Um, I mean, okay. And yeah, it it never happened. And the show was canceled after like 10 episodes. So the last two episodes, one of which featured my personal hero, Norm MacDonald, sure. uh, didn't air for several months after the show was canceled. It's very strange. Very strange. Uh, you know, they had other stuff to put on on CBS, like Blue Bloods Chicago or right. Blue Bloods Iowa City mm-hmm. or... Vietnam announcements. <laughs> yeah. The secretary... Actually, they brought back... Uh, Robert McNamara to just talk about Vietnam some more <laughs> instead of putting Norm Macdonald on TV. So that's kind of password. That's every version of it. Uh, Betty White was one of the celebrities on Million Dollar Password in 2008. Okay. Making her the only celebrity to appear on every single format of this show. That's amazing. Ever. Uh, this time, I don't know if she fucked the host this time, <clears throat> uh, but all the other times she did. So What if she did and that host also died of stomach cancer? Whoa. And you're like, oh, she's like a black widow. She's a black widow of stomach cancer. Yeah. That would be pretty horrifying. So for me, the make it better is something that I've mentioned before. It's models. that there needs to be a way for me to models. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I just need some sexy, I need Megan Markle up there with a briefcase. <laughs> Markle. Um, is I need some way to be able to turn off telling me what the password is so that I can mm. play along. Uh, once again, a very simple, just close your eyes. Um, but what about the guy going, the password is banana. Close your ears. Okay, I guess you solved it. <laughs> I guess you solved it. Well, here's what you do. I, I, and Erica, this is going to help you understand what's happening. When you walk into a room and Baker has his hands over his like ears and his eyes closed and he's just screaming words out. 
<lacht> Heisenpfeffer. <lacht> Schlürgespür. <lacht> so, that, that's one way. Although, as I mentioned, I like Models. whispering. Oh. Password is Symphony. So stupid. Uh, and so, so that went away, as I mentioned, when Password Plus came in. Mm-hmm. But in Super Password in 1986, they brought the whisper back. The, the guy who was the guy, he sang that song. Yeah. He said, Hey, little mama. I'm bringing whisper back. Yeah. <laughs> that was almost perfect. That's exactly what that sounded like. Thank you. So that's how I would that's how I would make it better. How would you make this show better? I think that they should be actual passwords that people use. Like on their computers. And if you guess it right, then you get to do whatever you want you inside the, their computer. You get their porn. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Or like I would think it more like maybe bank statements and Right, but what about something valuable like their porn? Well, you can't really go to a bank and say, Here's some porn, I'd like to deposit that. What do you mean? Have you walked into banks and put porn down on the counter and said, I'd like to deposit this? Yeah. What more secure place could I possibly put it? What have they said to you? Um, I don't know. They've called security. Right. Because obviously they want to put it in a high security location, okay. I assume. Uh-huh. Um, and then the security guard would escort me out uh, outside of the building. Why would he do that? Because they don't want me knowing exactly where it is because then I could share that information with somebody inadvertently or something oh, like, like that. Oh, like if you're being tortured and people are like, right. where's your porn? Right. Like, I don't. I truly exactly. don't Exactly. I, I can't know. So Okay. So, yeah. I mean. And that's all transaction. And right. you've done that multiple yeah. times at the same bank? Oh, yeah. All the time. Like weekly. How? <laughs> weekly? I mean, not during coronavirus. Okay. Sure. So what would you do during coronavirus? Um, Go I, through the teller? <laughs> would you do in the tube? Would I, you would just... it, I, would, I would put it in. In the pneumatic <laughs> tube. And then what happens? They can't really escort you out of your car. Well, I just drive off at that point because... Because you're like, I know how I'm this like, is hey, going to go. Yeah. I'm like, hey, listen, I get it. I'm out of here. Yeah. They would say, go. Don't you come back. Oh, so what do you think that meant? Well, I've got to go to a different uh, branch next time. <laughs> They're like, we're full of your stuff here. Yeah. We don't have any space left. Right. You need to go to another branch. Yeah. Okay. So what'd you like about and dislike about this show? I just, people were so much smarter in the 60s. Yeah. Um, Alan Ludden looks like 60s Mark Summers with school glasses. And it's funny, he looks a lot different in Password Plus yes, in, in the 70s. He does. Like, I, at first I did not realize that it was the same Alan Ludden. I thought it was a different Alan Ludden. Hey man, 60s are a hell of a decade, you know? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and they shouldn't be able to use the same word, hint, as the other team. Okay. You've already heard that word. That is now in your brain on the other team. What is the point of? I guess the extra information is you know it, that like, what they said is that right. Was a good, that was a good clue. You should be penalized if you're so damn smart come in the '60s. <laughs> you should be able to come. <laughs> I don't up think with they said. I think you said that. What? You're the one who said that. You know that when you see somebody who's born in the '60s, they're walking around with that little extra. I know better. I know. Everything. I know a lot of words. Yeah, I'm. I'm seventy. Now, does that count that on your finger, your head fingers? If you were born in 1960, you would be 61 now. Okay. All right. So, so yeah, I, I mean, this is, this is one of the classic game shows in my opinion. 
It's definitely classic, but it's also uh, kind of classically boring. Hey, I would give it a three and a half buzzers. I don't think it's great. I mm-hmm. think there's something classic to it. I, I think it's it's fun to watch. You know, I like the celebrity pairing aspect of those sorts of shows. I will say that the the Password Plus additions added something to the show for sure. Uh, I liked the the password puzzle where everything's building up to something mm-hmm. bigger. That some added, sort of a crescendo. That added some more fun to it. Um, so yeah, overall three and a half buzzers. Not an elite tier show, but yeah, but pretty good. I'm giving it two buzzers, and the purse is small. Okay, you wanna you wanna be intrigued at a show and if your intrigue is directly related to the purse watch a golfing tournament watch the masters what was the first prize of the masters that was like 11 million or something crazy no that was the purse it was like 2 million that's that I'm interested I don't get out of bed for that Okay. I mean, what? $2 million in 2021 is probably $500 in 1961. There's no way that's right. I don't, I don't think there's any way you can disprove it. And I would give it one buzzer, but the the ability of people in 1960 to guess insanely difficult words from very astute, difficult hints gives it an extra buzzer for me. So there was one I was watching with with your girl Betty and I mean she's your girl too. I love her. So there was a clue given that was moi moi smooch. Okay, that's incorrect. And then there was one more clue given that was kiss. Moi kiss. Um lips. No. Pucker. Smack. They got smack off of moi and kiss. You could have easily just said heroin. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't go with that one. <laughs> I mean, Vietnam, right? Hey. Did anybody come back addicted to heroin? Yeah. Um, all right. That is our show. That is also that show. That is that show. That is Password. Password Plus. Super, Super password, password and the million dollar password. Uh, and that other Snap Judgment Ed McMahon game show that ended up Nobody, being password. We don't talk about also. that one. We don't talk about Sorry, that one. Snap Judgment. Um, this has been another episode of Come On Down the Game Show podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Come On Down Show. Email us at Come On Down Show at gmail.com. Subscribe, like, tune in. Check us out on YouTube where we post every episode. Or a podcast app or something. And don't forget to head on down to Punky Brewsters in Dallas. And that's any city it's named Punky Dallas. Punky Brewskies. Punky Brewskies and any city named Dallas. Oh, they any are city in. named Dallas anywhere. Right. Or if your name is Dallas, they are anywhere. in your basement. Okay. All <laughs> right. I like it. Uh, so until next time, the password is congratulations, Jake Paul. Or the guy he fought against. (laughs)